0: what's up rap stars
1: it's your host Romeo Santos and co-host Kenny Fulton with a special guest today Miss Daniela Luz Santos my three-year-old daughter who will one day take over the company and rule the world right Danny yeah she says all right Kenny how you doing my man
0: doing great doing great how are you
1: I'm doing great I'm doing fantastic um I've been missing being on the show we've been off too long World well, has been a little crazy. And you know what? It's a perfect segue for us to talk about what you thought was the best topic for today's show, which is
0: strategic real estate partners.
1: Yes, strategic real estate partners, which help you focus on what you do best, which is what, Kenny?
0: Those deals.
1: Closing deals, helping people to buy, sell, or invest in real estate—absolutely. All right, so let's jump right in. This is your topic this week. I'm going to let you run with it, and I'm going to do my best to keep up.
0: Okay. Well, uh, starting off, what is a strategic partner? A strategic partner is an outside entity of your own business that you can collaborate with. A partner can be an individual, a team, brokerage, etc. Um, but you should make sure that you're compete that you're working with a non competing entity. Right. Yeah,
1: for sure. Non-competing. Absolutely. So what would be a competing entity?
0: Uh, so another real estate brokerage, you know, somebody who is in your direct, uh, sorry, direct line of work. Um, so mm-hmm. other people who might be sharing the same clients that you are uh, yeah. for the same business purpose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And And, you know, having a, having a network partner is not just about, it's not just about having folks that can help you with your with your clients, but it's also about having people that you can share clients back and forth with, right? Like it should be a symbiotic relationship where not only do they provide a the service that helps you provide better service to your client, but if they have a network and you have a network and you guys share the network, well, then you guys should be able to find ways that you can share clients as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the first thing, so let, let's get into the first one. That's a really good segue. Please. Um, one of the things, you know, if we're talking to other agents that you really should focus on um, is your, your reputation. So regardless of what brokerage you are affiliated with, at the end of the day, your clients are working with you. They're working with Romeo. They're working with Kenny. Uh, the brokerage behind you, it's important. Um, but what's more important is the person that you are and your reputation, you know, uh, precedes itself. So, whether we're, whether we're working on the listing side or on the buyer side, you know, you are collaborating with other agents. So um, one of the things that I really love doing is anytime I connect with a new agent, I lock their number in my phone. Generally, I save them as a, a, with a prefix um, to their name. So it would be like Agent Romeo Santos, right? So that way, if I end up coming across that person again in the future, um, I might have some rapport. And this helped me out uh, very well recently. I had a listing and an agent called me, and I had already communicated with them in the past. And because I already have their name locked in my phone, I said, hey, Angie. And she was like, oh, wow, like you remember me. I'm like, oh, yeah, of course I remember you. And in my <laughs> notes section, I also put down the property that we might have spoken about before. So one of your first partners, so even though this is somebody that um, – would maybe not qualify as like a strategic partner because you are in the same line of work, but you should make sure that you are connecting and collaborating with other agents, not just on this current transaction, but also on on future transactions. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And so, you know, the the next partner, uh, which is really the first thing that I think about when I'm connecting with new buyers um, is who can I refer them to as a lender? So on the financial piece, you need to make sure that you have a host of, of characters who are, are going to help you out with the financials. Now, number one, um, lenders are always my first go-to. So if I'm talking to a new buyer and they're like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to work on getting pre-qualified. I normally stop them instead of them going to, you know, like a big bank and just going online, punching in something and getting a pre-approval letter. I want to send them to my lending partner, somebody that I've closed transactions with before somebody else who has a good reputation within the industry who might've worked with other agents that I'm gonna collaborate with on a transaction and, and people who know how to get the job done. Now, something that we've had a lot of conversation about is we work really hard to find our clients. A lot of them are our sphere, our friends, our family. We take great care with them. Uh, our lending partners are not people who can just get you pre-qualified, but it's also people who will do some follow-up. So if I refer somebody to you, you know, and you didn't, they didn't pick up when you called, you know, was that where you left it at? Did you try to call them again? You know, did you do any follow up with that person? Did you provide value? So let's say that they're not ready right now. Um, did they walk away from you knowing what they need to do to get ready? So if let's say that their credit score is 20 points off, and they're like, well, they said that my, my credit score isn't strong enough for the program uh, that works best for me. Okay, well, what are you gonna do to get it there? Now, if they walk away from this loan officer and they don't know what they need to do next, then in my opinion, that would be a failure. So they should be able to talk to somebody and find out what is the next step in order for me to get the loan that I'm looking for. Or if they did connect, um, did they push them to get the pre-approval? If they sent them five of the six documents they needed, did they call and say, hey, I'm still waiting for your most recent bank statement? Or did they let them just kind of fall off to the wayside and then I have to go and then uh, be a part of that uh, that that transaction as well.
1: Right, exactly. I love that. I mean, follow up is huge because, and and that was that's a that's a big big hot topic for us at Redfin Properties because, like you said, we're working really hard to follow up with everybody and help everybody. Yet, when we work with somebody else, and really, let's be honest, with lenders primarily, we're we're giving them their their transactions. Yeah. They're not going out and getting transactions and giving us transactions. So when we do that. And then they don't follow up. Well, that's, that's a hassle, right? And, you know, also for me, I really believe in anybody that we bring into our world should be a part of our world to make our life easier, right? Mm -hmm. Taking a part of my job away from me, even though the lending part is not part of my job, but getting them approved so that I can actually help them buy a house. Well, that's necessary. And if they don't do it and I still have to follow up, like you said, well, then I need another lender. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Another really good thing that you've, uh, you, you've done, especially this this past year, is say, hey, you know, um, our lenders should be helping out with our marketing expense. You know, like, if we're really partners in this, and it's not just me feeding your business. You know, what are you doing to help feed my business as well? It's very rarely that we get referrals from lenders. You know, it happens from time to time, but we're, it's definitely more of a one-sided relationship, and that's something right. that they can do to help support our business.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, what we do, though, because we don't want to you know, be beholden to just one lender is we Mm -hmm. tend to have the marketing efforts with a specific event, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Not because we don't buy a whole lot of leads. So, and if we do do, and if we do work in the space of buying leads or doing some sort of digital lead generation, we, we own that on our own, right? We don't want to have to be beholden to some agent to some other lender as a result. Yeah,
0: for sure. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Great. Who else, Kenny? Well, in that same line there. So we have our lenders, um, but then also on the legal side, um, um our real estate attorneys, yeah. you know, we know we're dealing with contracts, you know, we're dealing with flaw, Uh, we're dealing with people who have complicated, you know, situations. We also do commercial real estate. Um, and many of those transactions require a real estate attorney involved. So having a real estate attorney, either there as a referral for your clients or maybe even for yourself.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. a Real estate attorney, is key to have, because sometimes things get tricky. And I know what everybody out there is probably thinking, well, isn't that what my broker is for? Not always, right? The broker is just somebody who satisfied enough hours and they sat and they mm-hmm. took a test. It does not mean that they're going to be always the best person to help you navigate a challenging real estate law question. And we've definitely run up against that where we've had to send stuff to our attorney and say, hey, what do you think about this? This is how we're reading it. How are you reading it? Or this is what we think we could do. What do you think? That's, that's a good help. Now, if you have a broker that's been in the business for 30 years, they're probably going to be a great resource. But if you have a broker that's been licensed for less time than you have been licensed, well, then you're probably going to want a real estate attorney on your side as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now kind of getting into our most common partners that we deal with you know, fairly often, um, um, trades and services. So, you know, it's fairly often, especially when we're doing listings and we do a walkthrough of somebody's home or we're like, okay, in order to get top dollar for your home, you're going to need to do a a few items around here. Um, so I'll I'll throw out some and you could throw out some, uh, so the first one I could think of, um, will be a painter. Absolutely. You need a
1: good painter, a fair price painter, and a painter that'll do the job right the first time and not create more damage than, (laughs) they start with meaning dropping paint on the wood floors or on the carpet or getting Mm -hmm. it on the trim or painting a light fixture you name it yeah painting is not it's easy it's simple but i guess it's not easy
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's a good way to put it yeah simple but not easy
1: right why don't you throw out one uh just a general handyman really is really great to have right um you know, somebody that can change out light fixtures, somebody that can replace caulk in the bathroom, somebody that can tighten up a leaking drain or declog a drain, somebody that can, you know, replace a couple pieces of flooring that maybe are scratched Mm -hmm. up, somebody that can, you know, patch a couple of small holes on the wall, just a general handyman that you can rely on that you can say, hey, I've got these 10 items that I need knocked out in two days, can you do it? And they say, yep, no problem. And they are a jack of all trades. So, they can knock that out for you. That's really important.
0: Yeah. And, and on that note, one, one like a pro tip here would be uh, fairly often if you see some items that you know are likely to pop up during inspection, it's always better to address them now than once you are, you know, under a short timeline of, you know, an, an inspection contingency. And yeah. another thing is that you don't know what the expectations are going to be for the uh, buyer or their agent. So, like, let's say um, a handyman is certainly qualified to come in and swap out an electrical outlet, right? I mean, I don't know, what does it cost? Like five bucks for for a new outlet? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, However, once it's underneath an inspection contingency, they're gonna say it must be changed by a licensed electrician. Now that same simple switch might cost you 300 bucks. So you have to get a licensed electrician to come out there and and do it for you. So uh, uh, be proactive, have those items taken care of in advance when you know that they're coming. Uh, so on that note, I would throw out electricians and plumbers kind of yes. in, in the same, you know, you, you have to have a go-to person for those services. I'd say HVAC technician as well. Uh, yep. These are items that, you know, are, are you know, when the inspection is being completed, they're going to go through, they're going to check every outlet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that little tester, uh, when they're plugging in and checking outlets, uh, it's not that expensive of a tool. I have one myself. Um, I, I have a bag that I carry around with myself, you know, uh, uh, like my, my real estate bag has yeah. an assortment of things in there, like measuring tape and stuff right. like that. Uh, so make sure that you have a good electrician, a good plumber. Um, if you're like us, and you service a pretty wide area, you might need to have a few, you know, who service different areas like we we service Southern Maryland, you know, we service Annapolis, we service Baltimore, Baltimore County, uh, Frederick. Uh, so you might need a couple people. Um, unless you have somebody who's really uh, has that much availability and and will travel that far.
1: That's right. That's a good point. And, you know, and also rely on your agent network as well. Mm -hmm. When you're in other areas, who have you used that you depend on? And then if you get somebody good, treat them well, you know, pay them promptly make sure that your client pays them promptly. If your client is paying, make sure that you develop that relationship and you communicate really well with them, because if it's difficult and if they're really good, They're going to have a ton of people knocking on their door on a regular basis Mm -hmm. that aren't difficult, and they're going to go with them instead.
0: Yep. Excellent point. Uh, What what other uh, service providers, when it comes to the home, can you think of? Yeah, Movers. Movers Movers. is a big one, right?
1: So making sure you have a moving company. A moving company that will do more than just moving. So, for Mm -hmm. example, the moving partner that we have, they will come in and they will pack everything for you. Mm-hmm. And they will even take it away and they'll store it off-site at their warehouse. And then they will deliver it back to the house, right? So those are important to have all those additional services. Of course, there's fees associated with all those things, but knowing that you can depend on somebody to take care of that, right? So if you say, listen, we need to stage your house, you need everything out of here. Well, but I don't have anywhere to put it yet. No worries. Our lender, our, our sorry, our moving partner, can actually store it on site at their storage unit. And then that way, when you buy your new house, they'll just move it right along there with it. And then you're Mm -hmm. good to go.
0: Yeah. You know, really, like you said, your your mover is also providing solutions. So you have a problem and that's a pretty big problem that we have, you know, especially when you have a family who's lived in a home for 20 years and they just have a a ton of stuff, right? Right. Uh, One really cool service that that we provide uh, or that we at least have a reference for Are like uh, um, uh, the dumpsters. So you know, recently went into a home. The family had been there for 30 years, and I'm like, okay, you're gonna have to get some. Uh, you know, what's your solution to getting all this stuff out of here? Like, oh, I'm gonna make a couple trips to the dump. I'm like, that's more than a couple trips. You know, how about we call and have a dumpster delivered to your home? Um, it'll only cost you, you know, three to 500 bucks, depending on how how big of a dumpster you you're gonna need. And then it's just like, it's right there. You can just take it from your door, throw it right in there. They'll pick it up, haul it away. And, you know, it, it provides, it takes a lot of stress, you know, off of the family to have to figure out how they're going to make, you know, 42 trips to the dump, which really just won't happen. Right. And yeah, you'll just save sure. this problem for later. For sure. Okay? For sure.
1: And and that's a good segue into clean out people, mm. right? Not cleaners, yeah. clean out people. So clean out people are those folks that come to your house and they'll get rid of everything inside of that house. They are not going to be finesse. So mm-hmm. if you've got a house full of stuff that needs to be emptied out, you need a clean out company that is going to come in with an army of people. And within a few hours, they're going to have that house empty so that you can then bring in your cleaners, your painters, your handymen, your handy women, and any of your other trades. Because until everything is gone, you can't do any of that stuff really effectively.
0: Mm. And, uh, Focusing on the outside of the home, landscapers. Landscapers for sure. You know, having somebody who will come out here, and it depends on the neighborhood, right? Some neighborhoods it's like just cut the grass. Yeah. But if you're looking for top dollar, and you know, maybe you need to refresh, you know, the um, um, the mulch, the mulch yeah. beds, and you know, tree service work is a really big one. You know, before you have your photos taken, sometimes you'll see these trees and they're massive and they block the whole front of the house, and it's like, right. well we can't even really get a good shot of the front of the home because this tree is so big. Maybe we need to have the tree pruned and scaled back. Maybe we have hedges that are touching the house that need to be pruned back because that's going to come up on an inspection right. uh, because, because that can cause bugs to, you know, enter, you know, the home. So right. having, you know, a good landscaper uh, is very valuable as well.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's key. And one that's fair priced and that will show up, right? Because a lot of yeah, landscapers show are up. very,
0: very expensive. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Going through yeah. that myself right now. Yeah. Uh, roofing companies—that's uh, something that comes up so often, especially during inspections. It's like to have that person on speed dial so they can get out there and knock it out quickly, or at least let your let your seller know. So, like, let's say you might have an issue with the roof, and um, maybe this can't be resolved within the time frame that we need for a closing. But if you can get a quote, and then you can offer that to a uh, to a buyer to say, "Hey, look." this is about five grand worth of roofing work. Um, you know, They're willing to give you a credit. You know, uh, Buyers don't really want a, a, a credit without knowing if this is really enough to resolve the issue. So at least right. having a real number that you can provide them with like, hey, look, this is somebody who will perform, the, perform this service for this amount. It's just that maybe we want to get it closed quicker. Uh, so having a good roofing company that you can count on is uh, super important.
1: Great one. Also, if we're sticking to the outside, you want somebody that can do asphalt and Mm, concrete or retaining wall block work, right? Those are things that will come up a lot as well. And if you have the right vendors, like we have great roofers and great asphalt people, they don't even have to show up to your house. They can do everything through satellite and take the measurements from the map and give you a quote within an hour. Yeah. That is really what's key. You've got to be able to give it away and then get back the result. You don't want to have to have vendors that you have to then babysit because then again, they're not making your life easier. Mm. They're making it more difficult because now you've taken on additional roles and now you got to do the follow-up, which is not fun either. Mm.
0: And and, and a really good thing as far as uh, supporting your business is sometimes people are asking for these referrals when they're not buying or selling. They're just like, Hey, you deal with houses all day? Do you know somebody who? Right? So having these providers somewhere consolidated, what we do is we keep all of our providers in a, in a list, so that way, you know, if I had a, a good experience with a service provider, um, I can document that. And then if Romeo's looking for somebody who's in that particular agent area, or a, another agent on our team is looking for somebody, um, we could kind of share those resources. And what I usually do is I say, "Hey, make sure you tell them that I sent you right? Because we want them to know that we're sending them business.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think I think that's a, a pretty big net for who you should have on your list, but let's round it out a little bit, unless there's something that I'm forgetting. Is there any other provider you can think of that I'm forgetting there, Kenny?
0: No, I think we covered a good amount of it. Okay, cool. So what you want to make sure you do with all these
1: folks as an agent is let them know that since they're out and about and they're always doing stuff, they're probably going to be coming along, other people that are doing these things to get their house ready for the market. Give them mm-hmm. business cards. If you have any sort of like a resume flyer or a brag book, give it to them. Make sure that they are also referring business to you because that creates a symbiotic relationship and they know you're going to keep sending it. And also they know that you do a good job. So that's going to be a really good opportunity for you to get, business from your allied resources without you having to go out and get the business on your own. It should be a very smooth transition back and forth, giving business and receiving
0: business. Mm, Absolutely. And, you know, what I like to do every once in a while is is to check in, or especially if I'm meeting somebody, as I say, what type of clients do you like uh, as referrals? You know, Um, especially if you're looking at somebody who does, you know, remodeling, right? Like what types of jobs do you like to do? Uh, kind of knowing what their niche is, what their specialty is, uh, will really help to make sure that you're appointing, you know, people in the right direction. And it shows that you care about their business as well. Um, I I do want to throw out maybe one or two other things that I I just popped in my head is, um, also people who will support your business, um, like your social media, uh, manager, right? Like that's something you know, the, what are the, the services that you subscribe to that support your business? So like mm-hmm. a social media manager, you know, we have our own um, in-house team, but yep. for some of those of you who don't have your own team, maybe a transaction, you know, coordinator, you know, mm-hmm. if your business is at the level uh, to where you can add somebody, you know, to your team and um, um, help support their goals and find somebody who fits your your, your business culture. Absolutely. Um, what, what are some other like business providers uh, maybe that we use to support our business?
1: So, you know, some of the services that we use, of course, as far as, you know, employees, we have operations and transactional support that we employ and that we pay for a salary to. Uh, but then yes, we have somebody that handles our social media for us. Um, we have people that do our insurances. We mm-hmm. have folks that, you know, handle our, 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 our um, title work for mm-hmm. us and you know, all these vendors that you use on a regular basis, they should be sending business back to you and be very careful. Our home warranty companies, right? Right, right. Yep. Be very careful about going all in with one vendor that never goes back in with you, right? Mm-hmm. They could be great and maybe they are great, but you should have somebody else as well, right? And you should reward those around you that help to support your business, not just from providing a good job, but they know people, right? And so we talked yeah. about it today or in, our, in our meeting, in our sales call. They say that if you work your sphere, 200 people to 300 people consistently for two or three years, that you could potentially net a million dollars in gross commission income earned. Well, people always look at me and they go, but that, that just doesn't make sense. And I would agree. It doesn't make sense until you break it down. So if you have people in your network and communicate with them regularly, then each of those 200 people most likely have at least another 200 people in their network, right? Right. So now we're at a significantly large number of people that if you're communicating regularly and you tap into those folks, that now you're tapping into their network as well. And so through that, the referrals that you should be able to generate will get you to that number, but you've got to do it consistently. You've got to do it long after the excitement has ended and you've got to make sure that you're enlisting your allied resources to help you as well. Not just with business, but also when you need other services or you have maybe a staffing need or you're looking to grow your team and you need additional agents, all these folks should be working with you as you're helping to grow their business. They should also be helping to grow your business. Mm,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Good point. I think that's a, a great way to wrap this up. Um, you know, number one, it's important that you're providing great value and service to your clients and, and your community. Yes. Um, and also making sure that, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship whenever possible. Um, that you're able to kind of leverage, you know, their clients and who they're exposed to as well. Somebody's getting their roof done and they're like, Oh, why are you getting a roof done? Oh, we're about to put it on the market. Well, look, I think you should call rating Good properties. You know, they're a great right. team. You know, I do a lot of business with them. Uh, they get top dollar for other clients. Uh, but then also people who can support, you know, your business as well. You know, your business partners. I'm, I'm glad you brought up title because we definitely skipped over title. Title is a, a, a crucial, you know, element there uh, to the transactions. Um, one of the, the things that we needed for a title company partner was somebody that made it easier for our clients being that we, that we cover such a wide area. Right. So for some people, it's not always convenient for them to have to travel to that title company office and having a title company that has multiple option, options to either send an agent out there or a closing agent uh, yeah. was really key uh, for our team being that we cover uh, a wide area. Um, but then ultimately, you know, just making sure that you are keeping in touch with those partners. So finding a reason to call them and then ask them about what's going on with their business. You know, um, so sometimes you don't have a referral, but you want to make sure that you're keeping up with them as well. And then, like you said, making sure that you have more than one partner for each one of these services, because uh, you really don't want all your eggs in one basket. And at the same time, not everybody has the exact same specialty. So like even with lenders, right? We have some great lending partners that we send a lot of business to, uh, but they all have their strengths. They have different appetite for risk for what type of loan products they're going to they're gonna look, for, look for. So right. there's really not going to be one person who will do everything perfectly. Like, let's say our, our 203K specialist, right? right? Not all lenders want to touch that, right? Uh, That's right? Then we have lenders who will do FHA down to 580. Not all lenders are going to touch that. Um, Then we have some lenders who just have great pricing for a paper buyers. People have plus 700 credit scores. uh, And those people are going to be more specific about the pricing and their rate. Uh, So you want to make sure that you have, you know, a good list that is detailed, something you can share with your team if you're on a team uh, so that way you can, they can leverage you as a resource as well. Um, And then make sure that you are leveraging, you know, your other partners. So, you know, if you have a deal and you want, or you have a client, who, um, who's looking for a home in a particular area and you made a really good contact with another agent that you know does a lot of business there, uh, make sure that you have something documented somewhere so you can reference like, hey, I know so-and-so There's a lot of business over here. Let me see out if they have something that's not on the market yet so that way I could better service my clients.
1: Absolutely. And listen, last thing that I'll input is just remember out there that you're not a salesperson. You're a problem solver.
0: Yeah.
1: So go out there and find problems to solve for your clients, and you'll have a thriving business. And if you want any more information, you can get in touch with us at any time. Kenny, they can find you where?
0: Uh, Instagram at Realtor Kenny Fulton, Facebook Kenny Fulton, uh, and text, call 443-763-0958 and email Kenny at com.
1: That's right. And you can find me folks at Romeo at red You can find me at 240-401-8023 and our Instagram and Facebook are both red anchor properties. And on Facebook, you can find me personally at Romeo Santos and on um, Instagram. It is uh, real estate Romeo. All right, everybody, Kenny, this was a great topic. Thank you so much for choosing this Marcus. Thank you so much for hosting us and everybody rap stars. We're out. All right.